Babakama Dafla Medzayin, we last started the fourth parak of Masechet Babakama, talking about a cow that gored four or five cows and how would we split up the money. Then we talked about a person hitting or blowing someone next to someone's ear and he has to give him a sela and we explained that it means a sela of the current currency, sela Medina, not the sela Tsuri that the Torah usually talks about. And with that, we're going to start Lamed Zainam with Aleph, eight lines in by the Mishnah. So let's say there's an ox. He only gores his types of oxen, but not different types of oxen. He does, or different type of animals. So he doesn't gore sheep. He doesn't gore horses. He only gores his type of oxen. Or or he only gores people, not other animals. Or or he only uh, attacks smaller cows, not bigger cows. Whatever he's a mu'ad for, whatever he usually gores, he has to pay full damages. If he gore a different type of thing, then he doesn't have to pay full damages, only half. Let's say you have an ox. He only gores on Shabbat, not not during the weekday. I guess when he has a day off and he has nothing better to do with his life, he starts goring people. What would be the halacha? If he gores on Shabbat, he has to pay full damages. If he gores on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, then he only has to pay half damages. When does he become time? When this uh, cow ox goes three Shabbats without uh, goring, he now becomes a short time again. Meaning, you need to, you need that cow to be in a situation where it usually gores and not to gore three times, and now it leaves his hazakav muad and goes back to short time. And the grass starts. Itmar. It was said, you know, we learned the Mishnah, he's a Mu'ad for his kind, and, and he's not Mu'ad for a different kind. Rav Zavid Amar, with a Vav, that he is, and he is not Mu'ad for other things. Rav Papa Amar, he doesn't, Rav Papa doesn't have the Vav over there, and it's coming to us that he is not Mu'ad for other things. And the Gemara explains, Rav Zavid Amar, the reason he has that Vav over there, it's coming to tell me that, we need proof that he's not a Mu'ad for other types. So it means he is a Mu'ad for this and he's not Mu'ad for that because we know, he's, we've seen him pass by these things and not a Gore, so we have proof that he's not a Mu'ad for that. Hastama have a Mu'ad, but if we don't know yet, we've never seen him go by those animals, so we're not sure that he is considered Mu'ad. So we need proof that he's not Mu'ad. Rav Papa Amar Eno Mu'atnan. He's a Mu'at for this. He's not a Mu'ad for that. Meaning, Meaning, as is, he's not considered Mu'ad. Unless you bring me proof that when he sees those, he's going to gore. Rav Zevid Dayik Misifah. Rav Papa Dayik Mireisha. Rav Zevid was Medek from the second part of Mishnah. Rav Zevid from Rav Papa from the first part. Rav Zevid Dayik Misifah. Rav Zevid learned it from the end. The Katanet says in regards to Mu'ad Liktanim Ve'enom Mu'ad Likdolim. He's considered he's Mu'ad for smaller animals, not bigger animals. If you're saying, and he is not Mu'ad for bigger animals, meaning we saw him pass by bigger animals and nothing happened, 
Meaning, if we didn't see him go by the big animals and not gore, he, he would be considered muad. So, there's a big hidush over here. So, the hidush is if we never saw him walk by big animals, then he's still considered a muad, even for big animals. Even though he only gored the smaller animals, he's still considered big until, until uh, he's proven that he's guilty of that too. If you hold the craft papa, it says then stama then as is we don't have proof that he's a muad to those type of animals, he's not considered muad. Then I could then I could say you, you don't need that last clause because hashta yesh lomar miktanim liktanim da always if I'm explaining it like Raf Papa, I could say. Look, when it's small animal, if he's muat for small, let's say small cows, then he's not considered muat the small goats or sheep. Then then from small animals to big animals, you even have to say that he's not considered muad. Meaning, according to Rav Papa, the, the sefa wouldn't fit. Rav Papa Marlach, it's Rav Papa will tell you, no, I do need the, the sefa because I mean, I would have thought. That when he's muad for one type of animal, he's not a muad to other animals. I could say, Ho'ilu paratzbe ba'humina paratzbe. Once he, uh, I guess he got some sort of uh, craziness where he doesn't like this type of animals, he doesn't like cows, then it, that's it. He's gone crazy. He's going to ignore the cows no matter what. Maybe I could say it doesn't make a difference. A cow, big, small, he's going, he's considered muad because he's going to attack it. That's why I need the sefa kamash malan deloh evemuad. The hadush over there is that he's only uh, he's only considered muad for ktanim unless proven for gedolim also. Now that was Rab Zevid. Rav Papa deik mereshar. Rav Papa he got his shita of enom muad without the vav from the first part. The ktanim muad le adam enom muad le bema. If he's muad for a human, he's not considered muad for an animal. Yamad bishlama enom muad tenan. If you want to say like my shita where it's enom muad without the vav stamalo evem muad, then he's not considered muad for other things. And ha kamash malan and the hidush over there is that filu me adam le bema nami stamalo evem muad. That even if he attacks human beings who have a mazal who are protected, and he's attacking human beings, he's still stama. As long as we didn't see him attack uh, uh, animals, he's not considered muad for animals. So there's a hidush here. Ela yamart like Rav Zevid ve'enom muad katane. Then hastama have muad. So if you're learning muad le adam ve'enom muad bema, that means we have proof that he's not muad bema. Meaning stamkacha, if he's attacking human beings, then even if we didn't see him attack animals, he's still considered muad. Then why does the Tana have to tell us that muad le adam is muad le bema stam? Meaning hashtay shlom. I can always say mi bema le bema stama have muad from an animal to an animal. Meaning, if you attacked one type of animal, then he's considered uh, uh, the muad uh, for another animal, even if we didn't see him attack yet. Then adam Then from him, if he's attacking human beings, do I even need to say that he's considered muad for animals? All the more so, he should uh, be, he should be uh, muad for animals. Therefore, according to Rav Zevid, the first part would be extra. The Rav Zevid Amalach and Rav Zevid says to Rav Papa, or he would say to Rav Papa, Resha Ahazara Ka'e. No, the first part is coming to teach us how the shore goes from being a Muad back to Tam. 
We're talking about a situation where uh, this animal is mu'ad for human beings and animals. And he stopped hurting animals. He went to buy animals three times and didn't uh, attack. I would have thought that since he never walked by human beings, so this uh, not attacking animals doesn't count, and he's still considered Mu'ad. Kamash Ma'alan, the Hidush of the Tana, the Resha is the Hazrat Hazrai. Okay, the fact that he's not attacking animals, okay, he's not considered uh, Mu'ad for animals. Whatever's going on with the human beings is different, but with animals, at least he's, uh, he's back to normal. So now, Metiver. Gemara has a question on Rav Zavid. Metiver, we learned in the Brayta, Sumchos Omer Mu'ad Adam Mu'ad Lebeema Mikal Vahomer. If an animal is mu'ad to attack human beings, it's automatically considered mu'ad for other animals through a kavahomer. And the kavahomer is as follows. If it attacks human beings and it's considered mu'ad for human beings, all the more so it will attack animals. Human beings have a mazal and it's still attacking. There's a certain fear of uh, human beings, but still doesn't care it's attacking. So automatically, all, all the more so, it'll attack animals. Now, Miklal, what do you understand from Sumchos? The Tanakama and Omuad Kamar. I'm understanding from Sumchos that he holds that he is not considered, meaning Stamkacha, he's not considered Muad for animals. And that's a problem that of Zevid, we want to say that Ve and Omuad, that there has to be proof. According to Sumchos, it's a Kalva Homer, that's it. So Amal Rav Zavid, Rav Zavid would respond, Sumchos Ahazraka enough. Sumchos is also going back on how to go back from being Shomuat to short time. This is what Sumchos is trying to tell Tanakama. The Ka'amart, Hazrat Bema Hazarahi, when you said that going back from, uh, from not attacking uh, animals, that's considered going back and he's not considered Mu'ad anymore. I'll tell you, Hazrat love Hazrai. I could always tell you that this animal not attacking animals is not considered going back to Tam, Mikalva Homer Me'adam, Kalva Homer from human being. Uma Me'adam, Loka Me'adarbe. If this animal is not controlling itself from attacking animals, and then whatever he is not attacking animals doesn't count. That's not considered going back to Tam. Over here is or he's he's trying to prove from our Mishnah like Rav Zavid. It, it says in our Mishnah, Amru lefner that said in front of Rebuda, if this animal is mu'ad to attack on Shabbat, not on weekdays, and he told them, okay, if on Shabbat he damages full full payment, uh, on weekday half payment. If you hold like Rav Zavid, where he's he's considered mu'ad for this, and meaning he has, we have proof that he's not mu'ad for this, then shayulehu dekam mishaylelis. So they're asking of Yehuda a question: What would be the din if he he attacks only on Shabbatot? And he's responding. He's giving them an answer that he's not considered a muad for weekdays. If you want to learn like Rav Papa without the vav that he is not considered a muad, meaning didn't ask him a question. Rather, they gave them they gave him a din. They just told him a halacha that oh rabbi then that within the case is that on Shabbat he's considered muad and on weekday he's not considered a muad. Agmurehu they come a gamrede whatever they understand they're trying to teach their rabbi a halacha. 
I mean, that doesn't work that way. Usually, usually the rabbis won't teach you halacha, or they ask him a question. So then, why is he responding to them? Meaning, if they're just giving him a statement, then why is he answering them? Usually, you answer a question. Meaning, according to Rav Asher, the entire back and forth between review and the students doesn't make sense. And By the way, I can prove like Rav Zavid also from our Mishnah from the beginning. The katane it says at the end of the three halachot et shemuad lo meshalim nezek shalim ve et shenom muad lo meshalim chatzin nezek whatever it's muad for you pay full damages whatever and whatever he's not muad for he only has to pay half damages i amad mishlama ve eno muad katane if you say and he is not muad then okay parusheka mefareshla then he's explaining everything. But if you want to say the Papa, where he is not considered a Muad, then Pascal, you already gave me these halachot. My two, what's the Hidush now? Why do you have to tell me it's a Muad lo Meshalim Nezek Shalim, Vishenu Muad lo Meshalim Hatsi Nezek? Why do you have to tell me that oh, whatever he's considered Muad full damages, whatever, uh, whatever he's not Muad for, half damages? Up until now, we wasn't it obvious that for things that you're mu'at for, you pay full, whatever you're not mu'at for, you pay half? Meaning you're just repeating the same halakha. So, Rav Yana explains that according to Zevid, where it says, Okay, so that last clause was there to explain the, the first three halachot. But if you hold a kapapa, where it's enomu'ad katan, then you're just adding another halakha. And the problem is the halakha is pretty obvious from the cases above. And even if you want to say that this makes sense like Rav Papa, that a shor mu'ad for one thing is a mu'ad for nothing also, but still, if he attacked three different types of animals, for example, a cow, a donkey, a camel, at that point he's considered a mu'ad for all types of animals. Meaning over here, Rav Papa would agree to this also. Tanu Rabbanan, Ra'a Shor Nagah, Shor Lo Nagah, Shor Nagah, Shor Lo Nagah, Shor Nagah, Shor Lo Nagah. If this cow, he saw one cow attacked, the next one didn't attack, cow number three attacked, cow number four didn't attack, cow number five he attacked, cow number six he didn't attack. At that point, he becomes Mu'ad to hit, to attack every other cow, only, only every other cow. So if he attacks cow number seven, he has to pay full damages. If he attacks cow number eight, he only has to pay half damages. Tanura Banan. He saw an ox and attacked. Then he saw a hamor and lo nagah. He didn't attack the donkey. Sus nagah. He attacked the horse. Gamma lo nagah. He didn't attack the the camel right after it. Peret nagah. The mule attacked. Aro the wild the donkey. Lo nagah. He didn't attack it. Nasam muad lesirugin lakol. This this cow. He becomes muad for every other animal. Doesn't make a difference which animal. So if he sees another animal. And uh, doesn't it and attacks it, and then he sees the, the next animal after that. So let's say he saw a dog and attacked it, he's considered muad for that. And if he saw a cat right after that, and, he, and let's say he attacked the cat, he is not considered muad for the cat. The dog, yes, not the cat. So So here's the question: Nagah shor shor veshor hamor vegama. Let's say he attacked a bull, bull, bull three times bull, and then he attacked a, uh, a donkey, and then he attacked the camel. Mahu, what's the halacha? Is he considered muad only for cows or for everything? 
meaning high shor batra batash varim shadinana. This is count number three that he attacked. The ox number three that he attacked. Do we say it's ox number three and it's part of the shor shor and shor, and therefore the hamor and gamal that happened afterwards he's considered tam for? And he's only considered muad for cows, but not for uh, other animals. Or we take uh, ox number three, and we're going to put it with the donkey and the camel. And he's considered muad for all types of animals. Now, let's say the halakha is that he's only muad for shore, for the cows. How about the opposite? The Hamor Vigamal, first he gored a donkey, then the camel, then Shor, Shor, Vashor. Then ox, and ox, and ox. Ma, what's the halacha? Hai Shor, Kama, Batar, Hamor, Vigamal, Shadinande. Do we say that first Shor is with the Hamor and the Gamal, and therefore it's three different types of animals? And he's a Mu'ad for all different types of animals. Odilma, or maybe Batash Varim Shadinale, we're going to put that uh, first cow with the other two cows, Bakatish Varim Hudayad, and he's only Mu'ad for cows, not for other animals. And here's another one Shabbat, Shabbat, Veshabbat, Echad, Veshabbat, Veshirim, Veshabbat, Mahu. Let's say a cow gored on Shabbat, and Shabbat, and Shabbat, and Sunday, and Monday. What will be the halacha? Ha Shabbat Batraita, that last Shabbat, Bata Shabbat with the Shadin and Led, we put it with the other two Shabbats, Vakate the Shabbat with the Aid, the Motaholoyad. Do we say that he is a Shomuad only for Shabbat but not for weekdays? Or Dilma or maybe. Batare had the Shabbat Vishim Shabbat Shadin or maybe we put the last Shabbat with the Sunday and Monday. The Ayad Led Kuldayoman, he is a Muad for all days of the week. Now, how about. Let's say Thursday, Friday, Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat. What will be the Shabbat kameita batar hamishi b'Shabbat v'arev Shabbat shadinan. Let we say the first Shabbat goes with Thursday, Thursday and Friday. Ve'yad lechul lehu yomayn is a muad for all days of the week. Or Dilma, or maybe Shabbat kameita batar Shabbatotu de'Shadinan. Or maybe that first Shabbat goes with the other two Shabbats. Ul Shabbatotu de'Yad, and he's only shor muad for Shabbatot, but not for weekdays. And the Gemara doesn't know what to do with the middle one. And the Gemara ends off tiku. It just, we're left with the question, we don't know the answer. And uh, the Rashba explains over here, like all tikus, like all safek mamonad, that uh, whoever is holding the money, the other one has to b- bring the proof, the burden of proof is on him. Now, the Gemara says, Nagah shor yom tet vav Let's say this uh, ox gourd on the 15th of this month, biyom tet zayn and the next month it was on the 16th, biyom yud zayn and the next month it was the 17th, in regards to an, a woman who's in Ida, it was said, If a woman saw an Ida on the 15th of this month, 16th of the next month, and the 17th of the third month, Rav says she has, this is her visit, this is her set time every 31 days. 
Shmuel says she needs uh, one more round of 31. So you could have 31, 31, 31. Here it's day zero, and then it's 31, 31. Shmuel wants a fourth time. So he needs a fourth month of the 18th in order for it to be considered her set time. So same idea in regards to an ox who gores. According to Rav, the 15th, 16th, and 17th is considered Shormuad for every 31 days. And according to Shmuel, you need one more month of the 18th. And Amar Shofar Venagah, if an ox heard the voice of a shofar and he gored, Kol Shofar Venagah, and again he heard the voice of a shofar and he gored, Kol Shofar Venagah, and the third time he heard the voice of a shofar and he gored, Naasa Muad the Shofarot, he becomes a Muad every time he hears a shofar. The Gemara says Peshita, obviously three times, and he gored when that happens, he's a Muad for shofarot. What's the Hidush? explains I could say the first time he blew, he heard the shofar, just uh, maybe he got nervous, maybe he got excited, maybe he got startled, and that's what happened. Has nothing to do with the voice of the shofar. Kamash malan that we don't say that. Rather, he's muad for the sound of a shofar. Next Mishnah. Shoshali sells Shinagah Shoshalekdesh, a regular Jews uh, cow gourd hikdish's uh, cow. Vishalikdesh and a gahlish shoshalot or the hikdish cow gourd a regular Jews uh, cow. Patur. Both uh, don't have to pay. Shinemar, the Pasuk says Vihi Gov Shor Ish et Shoreo. The Pasuk says Shoreo meaning your your ox has to gore someone else's ox. Someone else, meaning one of your friends' ox, velo shoshel egdesh, but not the 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 ox of egdesh. Shor shel Israel shenagah the shor shel kenani. If a Jewish person's ox uh, gores uh, a kenani's ox, patur the, the owner doesn't have to pay because he's not considered reihu. And I guess for different censorship uh, reasons, some gemarot have the word the uh, shoshel nochri of a goy. But if a goy's uh, cow gored a Jewish person's cow, ben tam ben muad meshalem nizek shalem. Whether it's a tam or a muad, you have to the goy would have to pay full price. And the reason Hachamim set up that way it's either because they don't follow the seven mitzvot of Ben Noah, or because they don't uh, care for other people's things, they don't watch over their things, and therefore we find them. Very interesting. Uh, where uh, what the real reason is? It's a big mahalokit uh, in the Rambam. What the reason? Very good. I look into the sugya. Next, the Gemara starts our Mishnah that said that if uh, if a, a regular person's cow gores a cow of Ekdesh or vice versa, matnitin de lo The reason it's not like him, the Tanya. Shoshel head yochen, agah shoshel egdesh, of a regular person's cow goes, the hekdesh cow, beshel egdesh, and agah shoshel ediot, and if a hekdesh cow goes, a regular person's cow, patur, shinemar shoreo, the pasuk says it has to gore your friend's cow, not veloshoshel egdesh, and not of hekdesh. Rabishimod ben Masyaomir, shoshel egdesh, and agah shoshel ediot, patur. If the hekdesh cow gored a regular person's cow, he's patur. 
But if a regular person's cow gores the cow of Higdesh, whether it's Tam Mu'ad, it has to pay full price. So you see the Amish, that's for sure not like Rabbi Shimon ben the Gemara says, "Amre, my kasavar Rabbi Shimon." Wait a second. What does Rabbi Shimon ben Asiyah hold? How does he understand the words "shorayo"? I reayo dafka. If he understood that the words "reayo" means friend, mamash, and not egdesh, then afilu shel hediot shenagah shel egdesh liptar. Then even if a regular ox gores hegdesh, it should also be patur. And if what, what when the pasuks of the word friend, it doesn't really mean friend, then even if the hegdesh damages a regular person's uh, cow, it should also have to pay. And if you're trying to say that according to Bishman, means friend, regular hediot, However, and the reason that when a when a regular a regular person's cow damages a gdesh cow, the reason it'd be hayav mishum dekamatele mikal vahomer dehediot because he wants to learn a kal vahomer from a regular person, meaning umahediot shenagashel hediot hayav. The same way, sure of a hediot, a regular person that damages of a regular person's cow, he hayav. So then kinagah dehegdesh lo kol shekedem hayav. Then if a regular person's cow damages a gdesh, or the more so it should be hayav. But you can't use that kalva homer because because if already comparing things, then they should be compared exactly the same. When it's uh, when it's a uh, when it's uh, regular people's cows, if it's short time, it's half damages. Then over here, it should also be half damages. And according to him, he said ben tam ben muad, you should pay f- uh, full damages. Ela Marish Lakish rather Shlakish explains Rabbi Shimon Ben Masel's reason that Hakola Yubikhlal Nezek Shalim really everything was part of full damages. No matter what the case, if it's a Shor Mu'ad, you have to pay full damages. When the Pasuk says your friend's cow in regards to short tam, we understood only in the case of your friend, if it's a tam, then you pay half damages. Michlal de hekdesh ben tam ben muad mishalim nezik shalim. Rather, Rabbi Shimon understood that when it says half damages by tam in regards to re'ayahu, friend, that means by hekdesh, whether tam or, or muad doesn't make a difference, you have to pay full damages. Deim ken, that if so, that the Torah wanted to exempt the shorehead yot that uh, the gore the shorehekdesh nichtov kerad lehay re'ayu gabe muad. Let the Torah say re'ayu by muad also, and I would understand that if a uh, if a regular person's uh, axe hurts a shorehekdesh, uh, he'd be uh, he'd be patur, and if it's re'ayu hayav. The fact that it only you said re'ayahu by tam, it shows me that only when shor yot gores a shor yot, okay, then there is the whole uh, half damages. But if it was shor like this, it's uh, full damages. And shor like this wasn't part of the the whole uh, muad. It's a muad bivalav, and there's no bivalim, and that's why he would be patur if the shor like this damage shor uh, uh, hediot. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.